team. Very excited as we've got the one and only Charlie Kirk, founder, president of Turning Point USA. Of course, the Charlie Kirk Show. Check out his podcast. And he is coming back to Fargo Thursday, September 2nd. Going to be a great event. And Charlie, welcome back to North Dakota. Thank when you. you. Come and I'm excited for coming back to Fargo. So. Yeah. So let's just talk with the event. I mean, there, there's so much happening, which we're going to get to some of that in a moment. But I'm curious for people. People are busy, you know, and they go, hey, I'm going to spend an evening with you. Why should they carve out time out of their calendar and come join you? And let's hear what you have to say next Thursday. Yeah, well, the proceeds go to help saving North Dakota. That's the most important thing. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun, though. I'm going to take questions from the audience. We're going to explore some really big ideas. Uh, and we're going to talk about what people can actually do to help save their country. Uh, we're in a very difficult position right now. Uh, our country's on fragile footing, not to mention what's happening in Afghanistan right now. But less about me, more about the effort of what the North Dakota conservative advocates are doing and how important it is. That's uh, that's the real um, that's the real reason to come. But then it'll be entertaining. I'll give some insight into uh, whether Trump's going to run again in 2024. We're going to talk about all sorts of things. So uh, that's definitely worth getting a ticket. How about you drop some of that insight right now, my friend? <laughs> People are going to have to get tickets. NBCAN.org, I'll tell you. All right. So you say it's about saving North Dakota, really saving America. I look at uh, that the horizon right now. There's so many issues going on. And you and I both know you can only put energy into so many things. What's the number one or two things you say, hey, Chris, this is where we really need to focus our time and effort right now? Yeah, I mean, currently, one of the most important issues is education and what's happening on the school boards and whether or not we're passing down our values to the next generation. That's number one. The number two is we need an opposition party. Uh, the current regime is not being challenged right now, at least not considerably. They're being challenged by the Taliban. They're being challenged by their own incompetence, but they need an opposition party. We need the Republican Party to step up and do its job. No more negotiating with this president. No more backroom deals of multi-trillion dollars or $1.2 trillion infrastructure packages. So those are the two most important things on my mind. Getting education um, turned around, no pun intended, with Turning Point. And then uh, trying to instill a sense of fighting ethic, a fighting ethic within the Republican Party to meaningfully challenge the current regime. Is there really two parties right now? Feels like a uniparty, to be perfectly honest. Uh, feels more like Republicans and Democrats. There are some great ones out there, though. Senator Ted Cruz, Rand Paul, Mike Lee. Um, but look, I we'll talk more about this at the event. Um, I'm friends with a lot of the office holders in North Dakota. I've been very clear and I think fair and why I disagree with a lot of their decisions. I'm not, it's not a personal thing for me. I'm just going to call balls and strikes as I see it. But the people of North Dakota, I think, deserve representation that is going to fight for their values and preserve the American way of life. I think that is um, that that's important regardless of um, regardless of who's who's in that position of authority. So yeah, it feels like a uniparty. It definitely does. So I'm going to set this up a little bit and then give you a chance to react. You brought up education several times. So I'm going to share a clip in a moment. There was a situation here in Fargo where uh, a family I just, I, wanted to bring their um, son to school without a mask. And this was found out by the Fargo Police Department, the Fargo School Resource Officers. They actually called the dad at home and said, hey, if you bring your son to school uh, and you don't leave. We can't arrest you for trespassing. So we had him on the show. I'm going to play a clip from the mom in a moment about what happened with the son and no mask. But not just that. So we're spending all this time and focus on mass. And then our school board had a meeting on Monday night 
And believe it or not, Charlie, in the winter of 2021, grades three through 10 in Fargo, the proficiency in math, 27.8%. And we're told that's better than the rest of the state of North Dakota. I mean, I, I think that is abysmal. So I want to give you that context, play this for you, and then give you a chance to respond. Any kid being quarantined in a student office where other kids go when they are naughty. But my son, who is, um, he follows the rules and he obeys the law and does what others tell him to do, but he stands up for himself and says no, and he's gonna um, have to be alone in a room all day. There's a lot of parents that feel the way you do. I want to play that for you, Charlie, because I know you've been out there and doing a great job at the school board meetings, but I think there's a lot of parents that have the same anguish that that mom is going through. Just your reaction. Yeah, I mean, if only North Dakota was a Republican state, right? Um, I mean, look, this is what happened. The governor needs to intercede and strip this school of its funding if they're going to treat children that way. This is, this is the way this needs to start to work, is that the Republican attorney general, the Republican governor... Whoever has power has to stand up for these parents and these children that are being abused. I don't use that word lightly. I don't. It is child abuse to force masks on children. And by the way, they don't even work with kids. They don't wear them properly. If you believe masks work, okay, and there's data to show they do, there's data to show they don't, whatever. Then the only data that shows they work is if you wear them perfectly and you don't touch them. I've never met a kid that has worn a mask perfectly, not to mention the social, emotional, and spiritual cost of wearing a mask. And now this kid has to be quarantined in a room because he wants to wear a mask. I don't know. I, I'm losing patience. This kind of goes back to what I'm saying about the Republican Party, why this is even a, an issue. Look, tyrants, and I'm not calling anyone in North Dakota a tyrant. I'm saying that tyrants, though, want people to be unfamiliar with, with one another. That familiarity breeds a degree of trust. Trust is what keeps our whole system together, isn't it? Trust is what keeps us from being in a form of anarchy. Trust is the most important part of a social contract. And so when you're starting to dehumanize people, especially children, and treating them like cattle, that's that that's that's disturbing to me. So I want to commend those parents and people say, what can we do? The school board matters, but the governor could come in and fix this. He's choosing not to. Let me ask you this. I haven't asked anybody this question yet, but I think a lot of people feel the angst that you're talking about. And I think many people feel it as anger. Is it time for civil disobedience? Oh, yeah. But look, let me be very clear. Civil disobedience is a very clear form of protest. It's a non-destructive, peaceful form of protest. And there's rules when it comes to civil disobedience that Christians and patriots must follow. Number one, you must be very clear why you're doing what you're doing. Number two, you must be willing to accept the punishment. So you must be willing to get arrested. You must be willing to go to jail. You don't flee from police. You don't punch them. You don't, you know what I'm saying? You don't you don't agitate. Instead, you have a very clear perspective of what I believe is undone is wrong. There's a doctrine of the lesser magistrate, and I'm willing to stand up for what's right. And if you have to arrest me, then so be it. Um, I think it's been long past time for civil disobedience. But also, you should try to appeal through non-civil disobedient means before you go there. Try dialogue try um, asking your leaders to intercede on your behalf. And if all those things fail, then yes, it's time for civil disobedience. 
and especially when it comes to the mandatory vaccines, which I don't know if North Dakota is going that way. My guess is certain places are. The mandatory masks sure seems based on your clip that that's the case. Um, and look, this is a big issue. It is an issue of whether or not we are going to have first principles and the protection of natural law. Um, we're going to have a lot to talk about on November 2nd. I mean, <laughs> September 2nd. Don't come November 2nd. September, September 2nd, 2nd yes. Don't uh, come November 2nd. Two more things quickly. I just want to get your reaction to the fact that the, the math proficiency grades 3 through 10 in the Fargo School District at 27.8%. How do you explain that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's inexcusable. And I guarantee that math is not easier to teach when children are worried about having a cloth mask over their face. And also, I want to make a teacher argument. I don't think it's good for teachers to be able to communicate either. I mean, if I have, for example, if I, I can't stand wearing masks, okay? And, but when I have to wear one and I have to communicate even with like a gate agent, there's words that are not transmitted correctly, right? I can't imagine teaching trigonometry with a mask on and then everyone having to listen with a mask on. I mean, that, that's got to impact the efficacy of communication by 50%. And for what? For children that are not, statistically, they are not going to die from this virus. Dr. Macri did a study of 84,000 children, 84,000 children, and found zero kids that died from the Chinese coronavirus that didn't have underlying health conditions like leukemia or serious issues like cancer. So what are we doing here? So I believe there's a direct correlation with the plummeting efficiency or literacy when it comes to reading or math, and it comes to these masks. I mean, no one can tell me that the classroom environment improves when all of a sudden everyone is cloth. It's, it's absurd, and it, should, it has to stop immediately. What did you take on Afghanistan? Um, gosh, so many to talk about. So this, I guess, for starters, look, I didn't go to West Point, didn't go to war colleges here in our country, but who in the world made the decision that we're going to have the Taliban protect the perimeter of the airport, knowing that the Taliban has recently released ISIS prisoners? I just, it seems almost like purposeful incompetence. Yeah, we're going to explore that next Thursday. There's a lot there. Part of it, I'd make the argument, is that we have decided to promote diversity over competency, which is to give a preference over people that are willing to be loyal to the regime and their critical race theory agenda. You know, Mark Milley's talking about white rage in a congressional testimony. So I think part of it is they don't know what they're doing. But quite honestly, like a 13-year-old that's played Call of Duty would know how to do this better than this guy with all, you know, the five-star general, whatever he is. I mean, how about destroying the weapons before your enemy gets them? Like, it's not exactly, I don't, you, I don't think you have to go to West Point to know that. Um, and I, by the way, I want to be very clear. The, the boots, not the suits, they deserve so much credit. I mean, and, and 13 Marines died because they were out there cleaning up the mess of what Joe Biden started. And that, that, that story hasn't been told correctly on the media. They were out there playing metaphorical pseudo janitorial work. It's like, oh, wow, we have all these people that need to leave the country now. So Marines do what Marines do best. They step up. And quite honestly, they were trained to, to do crowd control or processing. So you have 13 Marines in a clustered area, which creates a hotspot for a dirty bomb situation. And then we get a heads up that a terrorist attack is coming. No one does anything about it. We don't withdraw our Marines past the perimeter that we control. We could have done a NEO, which is a non-combatant evacuation operation, and picked up every every American that we possibly could. We decided not to do that. We gave up Bagram Air Base. We gave them, they have the 26th largest Air Force in the world now, and they don't even know how to fly planes. Um, and so I'm, I'm struggling calling this incompetency because of it, if it is, 
it is it is really impressive how stupid these people are. I would prefer actually it would actually make me sleep better at night to know that this was also part of some malevolent plan rather than thinking that they're actually people were in charge using their capacity to reason came to these conclusions. I, I guess if you want to go there, what, what, what could that be? Like me, what could that malevolent plan be? Cause I can't piece any of this together. Yeah. I mean, I speculated under great accusations from the media that this was trying to create another refugee crisis, which did benefit the, the European left to get a lot of their kind of dominant uh, political reforms through in Germany and France in particular, there really are no more elections in Germany. Uh, it's just basically whoever is the social Democrat wins. Um, and Angela Merkel has basically designed that project. Maybe it's more chaos. Maybe it's to try to do the withdrawal so sloppily so then we have to reinvade. Maybe that's what the war machine wants. I'm not purport I'm not purporting to say I know the motivation. I'm I'm simply saying that a logical person, which we both are, can no, no way can we say that this was done with the brightest minds our country has to offer. No way. That that there was somebody at some point that made some decision that had some sort of aim of objective that wasn't that wasn't pure and righteous. Thank you for bringing up the refugee situation. I don't think that's getting enough uh, play or conversation in the media. The second thing is that no one's talking about is as this opium in Afghanistan ends up in the Taliban hands with the help of China. Who, who knows where that's going to end up? And yeah, how it's going to end up in North Dakota is where it's going to end up, unfortunately. And only enrich the Taliban. It's, it's that's right. Really Charlie, thank you so much. Uh, you. Give you the last word for Thursday. Uh, go to ndcan.org. Again, ndcan.org. Get your tickets. Anything else you want to add about Thursday? Sir? No, I, I love talking to you. I hope you interview me at the event. That was a lot of fun last time. We, so. we are. I think one thing I'll share with people is we're going to really focus on faith and freedom and talk about, hey, well, you're, you ask great questions and we have a great time together. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, thank you. I don't say that lightly. I have to deal with questions at times that aren't always the best. Uh, but no, your questions are precise and really fair and fun. And so I look forward to it September 2nd, not November, September 2nd, everybody. Uh, my good buddy, Scott Hennon is going to be uh, carting us around, which is uh, all the fun that I can handle. And uh, he runs he runs flag. We're so honored to be on three, three hours a day. He's been so good to us. He's a great patriot. And so that, yeah, we're gonna have an honest conversation, a fair conversation. And then we're going to tell people what you can do. So excited to see everyone next week. And just everybody know, 11 to 2 on AM 1100, The Flag. Check out the Charlie Kirk Show there. Check out his podcast as well and be sure and like that so he can uh, beat some people out there on the Apple iTunes. So thank you, Charlie. Yeah. We appreciate it. Thank you so much.